to episode 15, asshole. <laughs> Thank you for uh, giving me the update, Nicole, as to which episode we were on. No my problem. name is Patsy the Angry Nerd. I am joined today by my co-host and pain in the ass extraordinaire, Agent Nicole. Hi, everyone. Thank you for the lovely intro, asshole. Yeah. We are joined, as usual, as always, because he never gets to leave, by Mr. Johnny Wolfenstein. Hello, assholes. It's wonderful Hello. to be here. I mean that in the, the nicest possible way. Maybe that's what we can start calling our fans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's how we lose fans. Yeah, it's not the best idea, Patrick. Oh, this is why I failed out of marketing school. <laughs> well, speaking of people who aren't assholes, we are also joined today by my uh, co-conspirator, my partner in crime, my uh, legally... Uh, Legally obligated person who has to like me. That's right. We are mm, covering. She doesn't have to. Housewives of horror, and how could we cover Housewives of Horror without the real housewife of Transylvania, Miss Ashes von Nightmare? I'm surrounded by assholes. Yeah. And we combed the desert for him. And found shit. That's true. So today is a, a an interesting little uh, episode. Because we are starting our our month of Women of Horror, and this is something that we've been very much looking forward to for quite some time. Because it's October. Because it's Ashtober. Because it's Ashtober. Happy yeah. Ashtober, everybody! Yep, one twelfth of my year is dedicated to this every single year. Actually, every day of your life should be dedicated to yours truly, but... This is when you're the most obnoxious about it. Uh, well, yeah, she's allowed this is true. to. This is true. I am awesome, and I deserve an entire fucking month to celebrate my <laughs> goddamn birthday. My presence on this earth is a present to you. Therefore, I deserve an entire month of presents. So, send yeah. me presents, Patrick. Do you get a whole month? I am lucky if I get like half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> he gets he okay. In in all fairness, his birthday is in April, and we have Patrick Palooza every year, which is a weekend or two. You know, depends dedicated what, to depends on, on it depends on what doing. Hey, you have had some really good birthdays. So I don't I don't want to hear anything. Yeah, yeah. I, last birthday was really good. Yeah, uh, earlier this year we had a, a nice party. Last year, Agent Nicole decided she wanted to take a nap. <laughs> Instead of coming to hang out. <laughs> and we see how well that worked out. We're still friends. Yeah. Yeah. I got you John Snow Funko Pop, so That's shut true. up. Yeah, and you got me the one I didn't have, which was good. Because I'm just awesome like that. So we're going to try something a little different today. Because Ashes is a returning guest. We have done the uh, getting into character segment a couple am I, of times. Am I even really a guest? I'm more like a groupie. I am the... Actually, at You're Columbia. This point, <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I can safely say that I have snuggled both co- both hosts of the Throwdown Thursday podcast. That's true. Therefore, I am now the Throwdown Thursday groupie. Okay. It's a hard job, but somebody's got to do it. You do it so well. I know I do. So... <clears throat> what we're going to do is we were having a little discussion off air as to exactly how we were going to approach this. You know, first we were thinking maybe we'll do, you know, the three character thing that's been floating around in social media. But I think instead we uh, we're going to go with what Ashes came up with. And we're going to go with uh, a little segment about our favorite Halloween traditions. So 
I think uh, since Ashes, you uh, came up with it. Uh, I think what we'll do is we'll ask Nicole first what she, <laughs> what, she likes, what she likes to do every Halloween. Okay. Um, or, or October, you know, just in general. I watch a lot of films. Usually my top three is Beetlejuice, Adam's Family, and a little film called The Cat and the Canary. It's an old film. 1929. Silent film. It's a good one. Um... I used to go trick or treating a lot. That doesn't happen as much anymore. Which Why? totally blows. I think if I think as long as you are willing to dress up in costume, it does not matter how old you are. You should be able to go trick or treating. I saw something on Twitter the other day that says adults should go trick or treating, and when you get to a, a you know different people's houses and you get candy, nips. they give you nips. <gasps> oh, oh, oh! That's the most brilliant idea I've ever heard. Yeah, that's it's a pretty good. Can idea. Can I go trick or treating for wine? Yeah, yeah I don't see do why it. not. <gasps> So what else do you like to do there, uh, Agent Nicole? I don't I don't really do much for October, which is really sad, not since I was a kid. Well, didn't didn't we just start a tradition last oh, yeah, year, we did. the three of us? Yes. We are gonna go see Rocky Horror in a couple of weeks. With and, a shadow cast. Yeah, shadow cast. Thank God I won't have to participate in it anymore. She is no longer a virgin. <laughs> Well, I mean, as far as as far as Rocky Horror Shadowcast is <laughs> yeah. concerned, yes. The rest is none of your damn business. <laughs> yeah. So there's that, um, and I guess probably this year we'll start a new tradition with going to Rock and Shock. Yeah, this is your first Rock, rock and Shock. And shock. Yes. So, <clears throat> Ashes, uh, I think we'll ask Johnny. Uh, do you have any uh, things <laughs> that you like to do uh, during the month of October? Is there anything special that you like to do? It's uh, it's funny. We're actually going to be talking about this on Trick or Treat Radio later this evening. Uh, this is uh, I, I I messaged Dynamo. I was like, "What should we talk about this week?" And he messaged me the, this exact thing. So I haven't really given him much thought. I don't. I'm so busy in October that I really don't have time for any specific rituals. But obviously, you know, when I know we're mostly talking about movies and 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 media and things like that. But uh, really, getting getting ready for. Uh, you know, for, for Trick or Treat Radio, what we do is we do, like, October. We don't do a theme month, but we try to do, you know, more spooky stuff. And then we also have the uh, the Halloween special that we do, the extra special Halloween special we do every year. So we try to do some something fun and interesting for that. And then, of course, there's always a Deadite show uh, that we play live. And so those things kind of consume my October. And I don't really have time for a ton of rituals. I do like, I this I wouldn't say this is a ritual, but I do like to watch The Crow on uh, Devil's Night. Nice. So that's one thing I, I don't do it every year, but but if I'm able to, I like to try to do that. And uh, as far as movies, last year I watched Halloween Three: Season of the Witch, and uh, I think that is a that is a, a great one, uh, mostly because. Uh, there's no Michael Myers in it, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I like that for Halloween movie, and I think someone else mentioned Trick or Treat, which is also a fantastic Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I would consider every one of those things that you mentioned, like you know, your October rituals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. You know, even if it's not a specific film, it's something that you like to do during October. Exactly, and you know, I think that this is definitely it's a month that is sacred to a lot of us you know not just horror fans but kind of you know more of the nerdy persuasion i think we get into it and especially here us in new england we have the weather to go with it as well and not everyone has that so i guess one thing i like to do and and 
I don't do once again don't do it every year so but I try to do it as often as I can is is to try to at least go to Salem in October I have never been to I've Salem. never been either you know, neither have I well I think you guys all should go this this uh, October yeah that's, that's uh, the plan schedule so busy now with all the things we're doing I actually have a, a, a friend that lives out in Salem it's a, yeah. a kid that I, I went to uh Went to elementary school with. I haven't seen him in many, many years, but we reconnected through Facebook. Actually, we have a mutual friend in Jenny Ismi, and that's how hmm. we got back in touch. That's cool. Very oh. cool. So that that's it's just one of those things that's, that's in our backyard, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I think we really kind of. I mean, I take it for granted, and you know, it's not the be all end all, but it's it's it, it definitely is very uh, speaks of the season, you know, mm-hmm. and. Just the just the fall, just autumn with the leaves changing and everything. There's tons of haunted houses around here as yes. well. You know, uh, me and Monster Zero actually used to work for one. <laughs> we used to scare the the shit out of people. That was a lot of fun. Literally, I think we scared the shit out of someone. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> but that you know that that sort of thing I think is is really kind of in our wheelhouse and gets us in the mood. You know, excellent, excellent. Uh, and uh, finally, I think we'll. Uh Get to Ashes. Ashes, what do you like to do? God, it's about October? damn time. Um, I love October for various reasons. Um, I believe that Halloween should be every day. Um, it is in my house anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever saying that Christmas was the most wonderful time of the year... Um, can go fuck themselves. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> you can go fuck yourself because Halloween's just amazing. Um, it does help having a birthday smack dab in the middle of October. My birthday is actually exactly two weeks before Halloween. So I grew up having like my parents would be like, oh, like it's your birthday. Let's have a birthday birthday party let's invite your friends what kind of theme do you want it was always halloween like i always wanted a costume party and i always wanted to dress up like my mom's like oh you can be a fairy princess i'm like i want to be a dead fairy princess oh you can be a cheerleader i want to be a dead cheerleader you can be a dinosaur fuck yeah i want to be a dinosaur um so i just i love i love october i love halloween like it's just I feel like it's it's a part of of me, um, you know, and I, I, I know people out there feel the same way. And that's just so cool. Um, so, yeah, I have my my October right now is just so jam packed with stuff. And it's it's Ashtober. And as we get into Ashtober, it will become Ashtoberfest. Uh, that is usually the weekend slash weekends surrounding my birthday. I usually just have a bunch of stuff planned. Um, things that I'm going to, things that I'm doing. It's just, it's a lot of fun. Like, it's, uh, it's just awesome. It's just awesome. Um, three things in particular that I do um, on a, a, a almost ritualistic basis in October. Um, definitely going to a Rocky Horror Shadow Cast is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to do it a lot when I was younger, like in, in college and stuff. Um, kind of got out of it and then started kind of getting back into it, rekindling my love for the movie and uh, for the Shadow Cast over the past few years. So um, that's definitely one. Um, as far as movies and stuff goes, I... Love the movie Trick or Treat that has the little Sam dude in it. I just think it's just such a fun movie. And I usually watch that around my birthday. Sometimes I'm like super busy and I like to watch it on my birthday, you know, 
grab a piece of cake, glass of wine, and just just watch this movie. Um, but sometimes, you know, you're just so busy with with whatever's going on. So I usually like to do that around my birthday. Just you know, kind of curl up and and watch the little Sam dude, you know, drive the Halloween spirit home. <laughs> um, and Rock and Shock has become a big one. Um, you know, uh, going to Deadite shows has become a big one as well. Um, there's just, there's so many, so many. I mean, I could do an entire hour's worth of like podcasts, just me <laughs> listening. Hello, this is the Ashley Happy Hour. And, uh, <laughs> you're going to listen to me talk about my favorite shit to do in October. Um, so yeah, those are, those are just a few. I think, uh, you know, we're, we're doing some crazy awesome stuff yes. this October, some things that we've never done before. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and another thing that I really like to do, I don't always have the time to do it. Um, but I like to try to find the time. It's always a really good time and it sounds so basic to say it, but it's just amazing. Um, especially, you know, especially doing this particular activity in New England with the weather and fall is just amazing um is apple picking oh i love apple right picking. you know going apple picking going to a place that has like that little country store that you can go in and get like the homemade cider donuts oh, yes. and you know the whole place just smells like food and this you is go when and you pick apples this is when my mom brings brings out the big purse and just starts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your only- mom and i have that in common i know she brings up the big purse and then she's like do you have room in your pockets Stick one in there. Stick there. You, you, you start sticking them in your, your hoodie. hoodie the yep. hood of your hoodie, oh, you know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we tried going apple picking last year, and um, everywhere we went in October was already done. They were like, yeah, you should have come in like early September because yeah. everybody already took all the apples. My sister and I used to have this tradition that we used to do when we were younger uh we can't quite hack it anymore but we used to sit there well not really sit there we used to chase each other around the apple orchards and chuck apples at each other yep and then at the end of the day when we went home we used to see who bruised who the worst (laughs) and whoever got the worst bruise you know obviously didn't win it's whoever whoever caused the worst bruise won (laughs) so i i i always won one of uh you know, speaking of apple picking, I think it was the first time that I met your mother and your sister. We all went apple picking, and I had just re-aggravated a knee injury, so I was actually going about with a cane. And your sister, when we got up to the apple orchard, she threw an apple at you, but missed, and I caught it. And then the two of you ran off. And I tried to chase, and I was like, no, I can't chase. And I looked, and you were about 40, 50, 60 feet away. And I, yeah. was, like, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to whip this apple. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to hit him. And I threw this apple, and it went in a perfect arc. It was the most exact shot I have ever had throwing fruit. And it landed right off the top of your sister's head. <laughs> perfectly. It was From just about like 60 perfectly feet away. square off the top well, of her head. Probably farther than that. I don't even know. It, it, was, was, it was so funny. It was a hell of a shot. The look on her face, because I was right next to her, the look on her face was perfect. Priceless. She was just kind of like one of those, like, holy shit, did he just really do that to me? And then she slipped in apple guts and <laughs> fell. I went to catch her. I slipped in apple guts and fell. And it was just, it was just a mess. We, we were just laughing hysterically. So, yes, that was Patrick's first impression on my family. <laughs> That's <He> awesome. <laughs> That's my off. sister off the top of the head with an apple. Yeah, it was, it was like the greatest sniper shot ever. Um, so what about you, Patrick? Well, one of the things I like to do, and I started this last year, 
is try to watch 31 films. And I was able to do that last year. Um, but a lot of it was, you know, stuff that I had seen before. So this year I started a new tradition um, because after listening to El Goro's show the other day, he's he's trying to do 31 films he's never seen before. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm trying to do. And Is uh, it horror-related? Yeah, or all, no? all horror films. And most of them are on, you know, they're on Netflix or they're on uh, Amazon. So today uh, I started off with... Uh, because we are recording on October 1st, started off with 1958's Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And uh, it was funny, um, because a lot of people give the old horror movies, you know, a hard time because, you know, they don't have the the same impact that, that today's horror films have. Well, after what happened today... There was. Uh, I are we can, are we really going to tell the story? Yes, because this is an awesome story, and it ties into it ties into this whole theme of you know old old horror movies and the impact that they still have if you've never seen them. So I was you know rearranging some stuff in the man room, and there was a scene where now her name uh, Winter I forget her first name the the young lady who's like the the main female lead in the movie. Uh, she screams. And all of a sudden, you know, Ashes is in the shower, and I hear the shower shut off, and she's like, are you okay? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. He goes, I thought you hurt yourself. So apparently, she heard a woman scream and (laughs) thought that I was in danger. Okay, you are kind of feminine sometimes. Yeah, what with my beard and all. I was in the shower, my hearing was all schmuffled or, you know, whatever, and I heard something. I knew old man Ray Hall was in his room <laughs> moving stuff. I thought maybe he pulled something, maybe he, he did something or something. I don't know. I was just being a concerned wife. Next time, I'll just make you suffer. Suffer. Yeah. Suffer. So basically the moral of the story is she heard a woman scream and assumed I was in trouble. I did I didn't even know it was I what I heard was genderless. Like I I don't know. I don't know. Well, good for you I for heard- not just assuming that she was a woman. <laughs> I heard something. I shut the shower off. I'm like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, oh, you asshole. And she turned the shower back on. And I finished watching my movie. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to watching the next film, uh, which will be the 1978 uh, version of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which, again, I've never seen. But, um, you know, obviously I know the ending because it's one of the most iconic endings. But if you are unfamiliar with it, I will not spoil it for you. But... It's fantastic. I showed it to Ashes earlier because she was unfamiliar, and it was it was pretty goddamn good. It was good. It's one of those I I, I get the reference to a lot of things now because mm-hmm. after after seeing that one scene, so well, it's kind of like the uh, you know, and again, you know, to you know, piggyback off something that El Goro said on his show, you know, everybody knows that Soylent Green is made out of people. Like everybody knows that. Even if you haven't seen the movie or don't even know what it's referencing. It's an excellent movie, though. So that's uh, one of the things that... Uh, oh, that was weird. <laughs> that was oh, weird. that's Polly calling uh, Bobby James' let's, phone. Oh, let's answer it on. So Didn't you tell him? I sent James him a message. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hand me that. I'm gonna... Let's answer it. On air. On air. Hello. 
Hello. <laughs> Hold on. Polly. It's Uncle Polly, the video game guru. Uncle Polly, we could are you uh can you hear us? I don't, all I hear is Is it Bobby? It's somebody. It's it's, it's a body snatcher. Oh, 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 they hung up. Oh, they hung up. Oh, they don't want to play with us. Come play well, with we us. Can, we can always, we can always, uh, we can call Polly back. Can we? Oh, yeah. Why don't we just. There's do, 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 happening. Oh. Do, 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 do. I'm calling it now. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hello. 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 Hey. 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 You are currently uh, on the air. You are on the air with hey. with Polly, Throwdown Thursday. <laughs> you're like, voicemail is that? So. <laughs> <laughs> so you are on the air with Throwdown Thursday. What can uh, what can we play you for a request? I call your phone, and that's what that is. Do you have my phone? Well, yeah, it's, you it's left it the at table. the studio. We downloaded so much porn onto it, but there was already so much porn on it. This is true. There wasn't anything. What left. is it with you and amputees? <laughs> <laughs> I called it like straight up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly, my phone is there. Yes, it yes, is it at is. the studio. Yeah. I found it. Yeah, Agent Nicole found it. I tried sending Polly a, uh, a Facebook message, but apparently he didn't get it. They have my phone. We <laughs> have- <laughs> you left it at the studio, asshole. You left your phone here. What do you think we're going to do with we're it? We're keeping it safe for you. We love you. Not really. Sometimes. Maybe. Alright, so I left my phone to studio. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> so plug, plug, plug me into that fucking little. We are, you are. You're, oh, you're, oh, you're plugged in. You're on the air, buddy. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> am, I, am I on Am I on air right now? Yeah, yes. you've been on the whole time as soon as we. Uh... Alright, well, but, but let me get into a couple of characters. Oh, fuck. <laughs> hey, are you gonna do Dr. Frankenfurter at Rock and Shot? No, no, you know what? Fuck you. I'm I'm being patsy right now. Okay. You wish. No, fuck you, I'm being changed now. <laughs> your your phone, I want Your phone's about to die, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, like I well I, I want that motherfucker to die so people can't see like all the shit that I that I Fuck. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I need I need that phone here. Well, well there's only one way to sh- get it. Yeah. Throw Paul. You want to go to drive there to get it? Uh, I, can you? No, we're, we're unable to drive to get that phone. Oh, God. <laughs> call uh, call like, Uber. Get yeah, Uber. Uber this shit. All right, hold on. I don't even have a phone to call. <laughs> well, you're using a phone use right Polly's now. Phone. Yeah, use Polly. Polly won't let me. Polly won't let me. Uh, you know what? I'm 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 gonna call like a cab to get it. I guess. Ah, uh, fuck. 
Keep doing the show. Thank you guys for. We love like, you. Uh, we'll keep out. It, we'll keep it safe. Work out. Let it all out. Oh yeah. <laughs> we'll These are the things I can oh, do without you. No. Threw that Cut him off. Cut him off. No. Wait, before before you go, Chains, I need an episode title from you, my friend. <laughs> you you want an episode title right now? Yeah, please. Good yeah. times with Bob Chains. Yeah, he left you a text, but for some reason... Yeah, I texted you like it. eight hours ago. <laughs> Chainsbox 4.0, colon, animality. All there right. you go. <laughs> Are you guys legit recording an episode right now? Yes! yes. Oh shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Oh, hey, man. hey! Seriously, seriously. Yeah. I yeah. need my phone now. <laughs> well, we're kind of recording at the moment. Can you get your ass down here? Then get your phone. Yeah, we just started our first episode a little while ago. All right, I'm I'm, I'm going to take a cab down there and get it. <laughs> All right, we'll be here. All right. All right, bye. 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 <laughs> well, that took up a little bit of space. Oh, that's live radio for you, folks. <laughs> oh my god, he won't remember this live oh, to tape. Oh, Bobby Chain. Oh, that was one of the funniest things that's ever happened ever in the history of the universe. There's no way that was gonna not get answered on on, oh, on there. Right? <laughs> no Beware! If you leave your phone, your ass ooh, is gonna be ooh, online. We should hold it for ransom and say Shit. he cannot get his phone back until he signs a contract. Ooh. I will write one up right now. Signs a contract saying that he will dress up as Doctor Frankenfurter for Rock and Shock and ooh. bring Cheetos. No, I want money for it. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, we should just. All right, we could take we, we could take Wait. pictures. Oh yes. Ooh. Wait, here's what we do. Bobby needs to Bobby needs to but you know we have to uh, Bobby needs to pay us a $250 ransom right <laughs> then he gets his phone back yes but because he donated the $250 <laughs> now he has to now he has to dress up oh we should just See that? Oh, 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 and, and by prophecy. the way, speaking of donations for Rock and oh, Shock, fuck. we are taking for a $25 donation, Agent Nicole Aka Commander Giggles will spank you. She just $25. <laughs> she did. She just spewed coffee all over herself. <laughs> $25 per cheek. $40 for both. You get to choose what she spanks you with. Ladies and gentlemen, Agent Nicole will spank you for money. You must Rock both Shock. have pants on. That's one of the... Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. You, you will... Well, I, I'm, I'm, I am not getting naked for that fucking shit. I said you have to have pants on. <laughs> I both know, people. but that, it will never happen. No one has donated. A for, firm open palm slap on the behind for $25... Or, or for 40, she'll brush both cheeks with one deft move. She's been practicing on strangers. <laughs> she has. That trip to Walmart last night was just weird. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Monster Zero followed her around for like two hours. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. I was uh, too busy playing Pokemon Go. People in my way. Oh, sorry. I thought I saw a Charizard. Oh. Um, yeah, so that was a fucking derailment and a half, but <laughs> oh that was God. awesome. 
Thanks, Bobby Chains. Um, yeah, Bobby, that was great. Uh, they, thank you to our guest, Bobby Chains. <laughs> thank, thanking him? He didn't even know. <laughs> Surprise. Our unwitting. You know, and, and I told him right at the beginning that he was on oh, the air. Oh, believe me, he is not with it. No. He yeah. is sauce beyond Well, it, it took several times for him to be like, they have my phone. <laughs> <laughs> we held it for ransom. Uh, Bobby, that was funny. Thank you for that uh, little bit of a diversion uh, in our day. But I, I, I don't know. I think we need a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what I was going to do before we went to break, uh, <coughs> I don't. Do you want to do that for this show, or do you want to do that for next show? I think we can uh, do what the uh, the song. What's the oh? Oh, that can that can wait. All right, so you're that's freaking me wait. out. No, don't. No, don't, you know what don't, song? You already you just, heard it. Shh, you just you just don't worry your pretty little head. Shh, don't just say sh- words. Don't sh- say words. Shut your shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth. It's art crawl. <laughs> shut your mouth. Oh, Jesus. Shut your mouth. Okay. It's art crawl. So yeah, I, I, I think, need an adult. I think now is a good time for a break. There, Wolfie. All right, break time. Break time. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. We are the world's greatest electroshock band, we destroy monsters, we drink booze, and we win championship belts. If you're not listening to Trick or Treat Radio, here's a taste of what you've been missing. There's three guarantees in life. What are they? Death, taxes, and Trick or Treat Radio every Friday morning. This is one of the most convoluted movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm fucking trying, man. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. It's like you took a shit on a pile of shit. But you shit on him right. for liking what he likes. Yeah, well, it's my job. This podcast is now banned in Germany. <laughs> it's me, Giovanni Lombardo Radici. Shut up. I call bullshit. I demand someone to bring me the face of Lindsay Okay. If I had genitals, I would definitely bang her. Oh, wait. Is she a great big fan person? You just hit the jackpot. This is a weird movie, huh? It had action. It had suspense. It had great characters. It had great acting. I'm going to strangle you with my jockey shorts. I don't like mobster movies. All right, well, here's my take. You're a sick fuck. Thank you. Now shut the fuck up and let me talk. Have you ever seen 2001? The okay. box, right? The box and the monkeys. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and trickortreatradio.com. Arrivederci. Deuce bags. Worcester, Massachusetts, a barren wasteland of dull. But in October, that changes forever. The 14th through the 16th, the Deadites will be in attendance at the Rock and Shock Horror Convention. Come hang out with the Deadites and the stars of Trick or Treat Radio all weekend long. But that's not all. On October 15th at the Cove Music Hall, the Deadites headline an all-star night of dance music and ghoulish getting down. Worcester will never be the same. And we have returned. And sorry. And uh, hopefully you're still with us after that uh, incredibly entertaining interruption. I enjoyed it. Uh, I think everyone else here did. And then, uh, Bobby, I hope you enjoyed it, too. Um, although I have a feeling that Polly's going to enjoy it even, even more. Especially when you both hear it for the first time and realize what was going on. I hope you enjoy the pictures, too. 
Yes. Um, the, so, uh, there are dick pics. Yeah. There are dick pics. Dick yes. Van Patten, Richard Nixon, Andy Dick, Dick, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Uh, Dick York and Dick Sargent. Oh. Yeah, I'm throwing the uh, the double shot at you. Um. So this week, Agent Nicole, what are we talking about this week? What are, we, what are, are we talking about Housewives of Horror. So like June Cleaver. Better than June Cleaver. Ooh, better than June Cleaver. Yes. Really? Yes. I heard she left it to her beaver. That was a show about like wills and stuff, right? Yeah. Like estates and wills. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. About a guy who like conned old ladies into leaving them all their money. Oh my god, you're so lame. Okay, so today yes. we are talking about Housewives of Horror. With the real Housewives of Transylvania. Hello, darling. Um, yeah, so today we are t- actually talking about a couple of characters uh, specifically. Um, Nicole's rifling through her notes, that's what that sounds My notes grinkle, are grinkle, much grinkle. nicer than yours. No. Really, you want to compare notes? Mm-hmm. Look at that, nice head. Penmanship. No, I had no, 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 no six them. ducks on. Um, no, no six ducks. No <laughs> sexy ducks. The sexy ducks were were cute for a while. No, nothing, nothing out of that. Really? You got an eye roll. Shut up the fuck up. Yeah, but you yeah, can't see. Shut the, up, <laughs> eye rolls do up. not translate well over whatever this is. That not video. Okay, anyways, let's get back to topic. We're going to talk about Mrs. Lily Monster and Mrs. Morticia Adams. So, Agent Nicole, I know yes. you are a fan of both. Yes. Um, what was your first exposure to these characters? I, from what I remembered, so I think I was exposed to the Adams family, the one with Angelica Houston, um, I think probably four or five. I used to be obsessed with the Adams family, like the movies. Mm-hmm. Every time we went to Blockbusters, which was near our house at the time, I would always go right to the Adams family. My dad'd be like, Really? Really? You're getting this again? Yes. It's either Adams family, Beetlejuice, or Power Rangers. Go, go, Power <laughs> Rangers. So. That was my exposure to the Adams family, and then with the monsters, I used to watch Nick at Night yes. all the time. Yes, you mean like the TV show or the guy with the telescope? You suck. your neighbor Nick? What? I don't get it. Words are hard. You used to watch some guy named Nick at night through a telescope because he was one of your neighbors. No. Ashes, do you have a machete I can kill him with? We Actually, do. I do. We have a couple. Just not on me. It's Damn not it. in my purse. It's at home. Okay. How about you, Ashes? When were you exposed to these lovely ladies? Um, okay, like you, I actually used to watch Nick at Night. Um, when I was younger, I shared a bedroom with my sister, and we had a TV in that room. And I used to turn the TV on uh, after everyone went to bed, kind of, you know, on on low and stuff. And I would watch Nick at Night. I would watch The Munsters and Mm -hmm. The Addams Family and Mm -hmm. Bewitched. Shout out out to uh, Samantha. She was, I I loved loved Bewitched. Um, And I Dream of Jeannie. Mm -hmm. And that was... um, that was like my my first introduction Mm -hmm. into it. And then obviously uh, the movies uh mm-hmm. with angelica houston 
who I think that's my favorite uh, portrayal I, of Morticia Adams was uh, Angelica Houston. She just did. I, I actually just rewatched it recently. Uh, the first yeah, movie. earlier today. The first movie, and I just oh, I'm always in awe of of her character. She's mm-hmm. just uh, amazing, and and we'll get into into more of that yeah. in a bit. Um, so yeah, it was it was just watching classic TV shows. Yep. How about you, Patrick? Uh, unlike the two of you, I am an was fan. alive when they were <laughs> actually on TV. Yeah, um, because the monsters ran until 1987. There were two versions of it. You had the regular right. monsters. You had the monsters today with Which Lee Merriweather. wasn't yes. as good. Oh, God. Still. It was awful. No. Um, no. <clears throat> but I, I used to watch, you know, all the old reruns of TV shows mm-hmm. like, say, you know, Bionic Man and, and, and uh, Wonder Woman and such mm-hmm. like that. And so I watched, you know, The Addams Family and I watched, you know, um, The Monsters. I preferred The Addams Family. Um, even though there weren't quite as many of those uh, as, as many of those episodes, but um, you know, I used to watch them. You know, all the time I'd watch them with my dad. You know, we watched all that all that old stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, Three Stooges, things like that. Yeah. So it was. This was prior to Nick at Night being a thing. This mm-hmm. was prior to Nickelodeon being a thing. So yeah, that's that was my exposure. And then I really enjoyed the movies. I I loved the. Uh, the uh, the Raul Julia uh, Gomez Adams. Oh my God! Yes, fantastic. And yes, I was a, a fan of uh, of Morticia or Angelica Houston, I should say, because I was a huge, uh, I still am a huge Roald Dahl fan, and she the was witches. excellent in The Witches. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so getting a little uh, into some of the background of the characters, mm-hmm. and obviously these characters have been portrayed by multiple people mm-hmm. in multiple different facets. Yep. Um, I think today we are going to focus on some of the more iconic people uh, portrayals, um, the original TV series, yep. and as far as the Adams Family goes, the movies. Yeah, so, we can do that. Um, well, I was gonna. I wanted to talk about Carolyn Jones as well. She, yeah, well, she, she was, was in the TV yeah, show. Yeah, Carolyn Jones and Devon DiCarlo. Yes, um, and it's funny that both of these TV shows, the original TV shows, uh, Adams Family and The Monsters. Both aired within like a week of each other yeah. back in 1964, yeah. and they each ran for two seasons. They were actually pretty, you know, on on two separate network networks. So they were supposed to kind of like be pinned up against each other. Yeah, yeah they I were agree. Direct competition, but my my thing with them is I felt like the monsters were more of a, a desperate attempt to kind of capitalize on the popularity of different. Uh, universal characters, yeah, as opposed to the Adams, which were really like more of a, a an original type thing. They were just yeah, really creepy, weird people. Because that from the Adams family, they were they were created by Charles Adams, who had mm-hmm. ri- um, who had drawn his own comic series in the New Yorker in the nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties, and then it was based on his real life. His first wife mm-hmm. named Barbara had the aesthetics of Morticia and then his second wife whose name was also Barbara that's convenient yeah I know Um, you don't have to get rid of any of your monogram towels no no. 
was basically the personality of Morticia. So it was really kind of cool to see that, you know, he his influence in his real life was created through the Adams family. Right. And Morticia, the character, started out, you know, as a character in that cartoon. Mm -hmm. And then in, uh, you know, when they were developing the 1964 series, Mm -hmm. you know, that was obviously based off of the cartoon. Whereas I'm not really sure if the Munsters was based off of anything i think no, it was just, it was you know, just kind of like an idea it was just basically taking the universal monsters and adding leave it to beaver and june cleaver into one and just making something different you know capitalizing on all the universal monsters and just expanding that bringing a different element to um, sitcoms yeah because it makes zero sense that uh frankenstein's monster and now lily was a, a vampire yes so you have Frankenstein's monster and a vampire, and their child is a werewolf. Like, I'm no geneticist, but I'm not sure how that works. Well, I actually do have a background in genetics. I know you do. And it's all about alleles and recessive traits. Everybody get out your Mendel squares. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Those are the best. Shout out to anyone who has used Flynap. Um... But anyways, uh, getting back to the actual characters themselves, Mm -hmm. the characters of Morticia Adams and Lily Munster. Um, Nicole, what kind of drew you to these characters? Just, I think, personally, was the aesthetics. Like, holy crap, like this, they're beautiful women portrayed by beautiful actresses. And then I always got excited seeing, like, that they had black hair for just some reason because I have black hair and I was like, oh, look, it's not a blonde. It's actually a black hair, you know, lady and gorgeous. And and then as a kid, I just love spooky stuff. So that's how I really got into loving these characters. And um, sometimes I see a little bit of my mom being kind of kooky and spooky and a little funny, <laughs> like Lily Monster. Not so much as Morticia, but... In, like, aesthetics, my mom is beautiful, so she looks like Morticia in some ways. So, But other than that, that's how I really got into these characters and the storylines and the the comedy behind it. I'm a huge comedy fan, so for me, that's that's how I got into everything like that. How about you? Um, <laughs> Patrick was like, fine, I'm not going to speak. I was like, I'll say something, and you're like, well, go, go ahead. Ladies first. Um... Similar to your your story, mm-hmm. Nicole. Um, I was I was a weird kid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> long story short, I was a weird kid. I Same liked, way, you know, really just weird stuff. Um, I at a young age was into just like the spooky, morbid stuff that you know, you're, you're, things that you know you're told that you know. And I grew up in the the late eighties, early nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so things that you're told that you know, oh, you're not supposed to like that. Yeah. Um, oh, you yeah. Know, you're know not you're not supposed to to think that way. You're not supposed to be like that. Um, and growing up, you know, outside of the, the norm. realm of social media, yeah. I mean, like you know, when we were growing up, there was no Facebook, there was That's no true. you know Twitter, there was no uh, internet. Um, so there wasn't this like outreach of you know like you can you can hop on the interwebs and pretty much find someone who's just like you. Mm-hmm. So 
we didn't have that growing up. So, you know, you're sitting there and you're just scrolling through the, 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 the channels mm-hmm. on, you know, the TV. And I just, I found it one day and I had a love for um, older Oh, I did as well. You know, like old, shows, old movies and old older shows. shows when I was younger. I still have that love today. Um, and I saw, I can't remember which show I saw first, but I just remember I mean, it, it was around the same time. It may have even been like a back-to-back type thing. I yeah. watched one episode of one show and then, you know, an episode of the other show was on afterwards. But it was just so cool to see these characters, especially Morticia and Lily. They were gorgeous Mm -hmm. and they were just so expressive Mm -hmm. and they were weird they were spooky they were these weird spooky females and i just it was one of those things where i just i I watched the show and i'm like oh i want that's what i want to be when i grow up yeah so i did um (laughs) sorry short so i did um yeah it was just you kind of find comfort in that you know um and then I was aware that uh, the Adams family. Um, I was aware of the TV show before the movies. Yeah, because I don't believe I went to the theaters to see the movies. I think I actually saw. I either rented them or um, saw. Them I think when they, the movies came out, I was like three and five, <laughs> so I really didn't get to see them. Other than they were at Blockbuster, and I was like, I want to watch this. This looks cool. So I think that's you know that was definitely like my first introduction to this those characters mm-hmm. and you know the first the first feelings that i had almost like i belong you yeah. know like you it's you like you found out, your people right you find your little niche like even at, at a young age i loved to to bake and like i played house with my friends and mm-hmm. stuff you know what i mean like typical like child yeah no you know um so i was was really weird i had like one room set aside was all like disney and barbies and the other side was like power rangers and i was like my parents were like oh she's fucking weird oh well we love her (laughs) see i um aside from aside from gem Mm -hmm. like there wasn't any like crazy dolls back back in the day um so i used to take markers to my dolls and kind of turn them you know turn them into something that that i wanted them yeah to, to be and stuff but what about you patrick did you play with dolls too uh not as much because the only dolls that were in the house uh, aside from like you know action figures and things were you know like my mom's old dolls and they were creepy as fuck so I didn't, I didn't, you know, want to mess with those because I was afraid they'd come alive and try to steal my soul or my face or something. What soul? Yeah, exactly. Um, the soles of his shoes. Yes. <laughs> but I remember watching it, and I just thought that the the um, you know with both shows, I mean, more so the uh, the Adams Family, because I preferred that one. Um, I think it was more because. You know, like you were saying, it's like a sitcom thing, but like mm-hmm. they're going through like perfectly normal to them stuff, especially a show like back then in the 60s that, you know, you're not used to seeing things be so, um, you know, different. You know, everything was like conform, conform, conform. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, if somebody's different. They're probably a communist, you know, <laughs> that type of shit. Yeah. Um, it was very refreshing. I mean, the... Uh, you know the uh, the the monsters were great because it was different. 
you know, they they had the, um, you know, they had the different monsters, mm-hmm. but then they had what is it, the niece that lived there? Yeah, yeah like, Marilyn, Marilyn, the normal blonde girl that lived there. It was just and it's so funny because Lily Munster always felt bad for Marilyn because she didn't look like, like them. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like they accepted it, it, her, you know, they, which is right. a great social statement. Yeah. It's like it it reminds me of the uh, the. The Twilight Zone episode, you know, Eye of the Beholder. It's like, yeah, you're normal, and you know, you're, you know, you're, you know, this nice looking blonde girl, but like, you know, you don't fit in with our society, mm-hmm. but you know, we'll accept you anyways. You know, it's very, uh, it's it was refreshing at the time, especially since you know, the civil rights movement right was right around yeah, that time that's as during well. the civil rights movement, and like that was a really powerful message. It's like, yeah, you're not the same as us, but we're still going to accept you. I mean, mm-hmm. although to be fair, everybody was white on that show, mm-hmm. with the exception of well, some Carmen. of them were white because they were dead. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't white; they're just pale. Yeah, bloodless, uh, like Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> although Grandpa, that show did inspire one of the greatest. Uh, horror rock songs of all time and that is Dracula. yes there's ham on the back of my spatula <laughs> um but yeah i i loved watching those because they were they were so different like i never really watched um you know like my three sons or you know dad knows best or leave it to beaver or anything like that i liked the weirder shows all i can think of is that episode of family guy right now you know my black son my black son also he's a ninja yeah Yeah, but that was like you know typical 80s uh yeah you know sitcom but back then like the the weirdest it got, you know, like was you know the Dick Van Dyke show or, or like Lucy, like you know she was wacky and crazy, and you know it was you know then you had the honeymooners and 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 those types of shows, but then you get into you know Bewitched and I Dream of Jeannie and the Monsters and the Adams Family. Like, that's really where you know things started to you know kind of turn and like sort of pave the way because it was so far removed from you know the the standard, you know, like, you know, like, again, leave it to Beaver, you know, father knows best, you know, let me sit on the, I'll sit on the uh, couch here and with my pipe and, you know, my wife will bring me a martini and I'll tell you all, I'll, you know, I'll give you like one line of advice and that'll solve all your problems. Everything's swell and nifty. Like, what's so great about these these two characters and it kind of coincides with some of the, some of the, um, you know, shows that were out at that time you know i dream of genie bewitched um these two characters morticia and lily they are such strong female characters i was watching and and even it it translated into uh you know the the adams family movie as well i was watching that today and there's this scene where gomez is down on his luck and she's just uh you know she she gets herself together she goes to unemployment she's like I need a job, and 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 the the lady at unemployment's like, well, what's you know, what's what does your husband do, or what you know, pretty much like, what's up with your husband? Why isn't he taking care of things? And Morticia's like, oh, he just you know, he's just a little down on his luck, like he just needs a moment, you know. And she just she just takes charge, and she ends up. I like how reading. she like they were asking like, what are your qualifications? What qualifications? And like she's like sorcery. 
I was homeschooled. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, did you go to college? What was your major? She's like, spells and potions. They're like, um, liberal arts. <laughs> and that's the same today. Yes, that yes. is true. Um, but it's just so cool. Like watching, I, I still watch the shows and the movies and stuff mm-hmm. regularly. I, I, I love it. It's almost like kind of keeps me in check almost. Um, sometimes when I'm having one of those days where I'm like, wow, I'm weird. I'll watch these shows and be like, no, I'm not weird. I'm just fine. Um, they are the glue that holds their family together. Mm-hmm. So even though they're, they're housewives, they're not just housewives. They're homemakers. They take care of the kids. They take care of their husbands. They make sure that the, the little world that they live in continues to turn on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, it's so important. And, each character has their own, you know, different characteristics. But at mm-hmm. the same time, like, you know, at the soul of each character, they're very similar. Yeah, very much similar. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the same type of dynamic. It's just they're tweaking it slightly. So instead I of... I think the, yeah, Morticia is, por- you know, uh, kind of portrayed, uh, her character is kind of slightly more romanticized. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of deals with the whole um you know her relationship with gomez they're very they're very touchy feely yeah I was gonna say, um, that's much you know, they're much more sexual versus lily monster who's more comedic you know yeah. she's i i think i can relate a little more to lily monster than i can to morticia yeah. although I've got a lot of morticia in me too um and these guys these these two actresses Yvonne DiCarlo carlo and carolyn jones both you know they ran the gamut you know through throughout you know their time as actresses i mean Yvonne de carlo was in tales from the crypt she was in fantasy island she was in 10 commandments she was in a lot of films with like clark gable and mm-hmm. like she was a she was a fantastic actress but she's n- mostly known for the monsters yeah and even carolyn jones was in the movie i watched today she was in invasion of the body mm-hmm. snatchers uh she was on love boat she was on Wonder Woman with Linda Carter. She played Wonder Queen Hippolyta. She played herself in the a 1972 Scooby Doo movie. She well, not herself. She played Morticia, I should say. Uh, and she was on the the Batman series. Although they did work together. Um, well, they both worked in one movie. Although I don't think they had any screen time together because it was a, a massive cast. Mm-hmm. They were both in Roots. Cool. Uh, but yeah, they you know. They did the, you know, we're famous, we're going to have guest spots on all, you know, these popular, you know, like Love Boat and Batman. You know, pretty much anybody who was anybody during these times appeared on these shows, you know, you know that had a recurring, uh, a recurring, or uh, a revolving cast of characters. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, you had your main people and then, you know, like Bruce Lee would show up on Batman occasionally or, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, they... They did a lot. Like, this isn't the only thing that, you know, they they did, but this is really what they're most known for. Like, if you were to see a picture of either one of them, like, oh, yeah, that's Morticia Adams. Oh, yeah, that's that's Lily Munster, because that's what they're most known for. You know, like what you said. Oh, sorry. I, <laughs> Patrick was talking, so we zoned out. Um, <laughs> words, words. Words, words. So do you want to talk about Lily more or do you want to talk about Morticia? Uh, I can do... I See, here's the thing. I love these two characters so much that I could pretty much spend all day talking about them. Um, they've been 
like I said, multiple different portrayals, mm-hmm. many different things. Um, you know, but but ultimately, like to me, when I when I think of Morticia, I think of Angelica Houston. As do I. And when I think of Lily Munster, I think of Yvonne DiCarlo. So I feel As like you I. know those are it, it, I think, in my mind. Like I feel like they're the more popular portrayals of those characters in our generation, the next generation. Well, to be fair, there was never really a, a Munsters movie. That they've had they've some been, specials and right, yeah. but that's but nothing like a theatrical release that then got a sequel. You know, which I thought the sequel was unnecessary, but you know there was nothing that they tried. I know a couple of years ago they tried to bring Lily Monster back um, in a television show on NBC called The Mockingbird yep. Lane with uh, Portia, Portia Day and Rossi, yep. and it didn't get. It only showed the pilot, and that was it. And it's it sucks because you know. Lily Munster is a fantastic character, a fantastic female character. And it sucks to not see, you know, more of a portrayal for who she is. And But then again, it's, you know, I enjoyed that we have Yvonne. DiCarlo. Uh, thank you, DiCarlo. And, but it just, it sucks not to see, like, them doing another generation of the Adams family and the monsters and showing these two fantastic characters. See, I'm concerned that if they were to try to redo that now, they would screw it up. There would be too much of like today's type of horror in it. Yeah, that's true. You know, like, you know, well, and that's the thing like these, I'm, <sighs> these shows really aren't, they're, they're not horror. Well, because these aren't like vicious marauding ghouls. They're God. just but at like, the same time, weird. like if you, in the world that they are in, like they're scary to the people around them. Yeah, they're just not scary to each other, and it's not like it's a scary thing to watch. But you know, it's it's funny to watch these shows and see, like you know, oh, they're they're going out to the grocery store yeah. or whatever, and you know, they get these crazy reactions. You know, mm-hmm. just trying to do their their day to day activities, and it's so funny because. Sometimes when I'm trying to do my day-to-day activities, I get those kind of reactions, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I feel like maybe they shouldn't, and this is just me being me, but I think they should just stop making remakes on certain things. Like, enjoy the classics. Enjoy them for what they are. Stop fucking with them. I don't mind remakes as long as they're done well. Because I know that they tried to do another Adams Family, The Reunion, with um, Daryl Hannah and, and, it, and Tim Curry and Tim Curry Tim Curry fantastic Daryl Hannah I don't really like it Angelica Houston is my Morticia Adams this, this uh, sorry to butt in guys I just thought this would be an it's interesting okay. point is uh, obviously remakes you, you guys could dedicate a month of episodes to remakes but I heard I can't remember who it was but I heard someone talking uh, Maybe it was even the John Carpenter thing when he was when he was referencing uh, talking about Rob Zombie, but remakes already have a built-in marketing, you know, because when someone see, sees the Adams Family or you know or Halloween or anything, there's a built like it's already a, a known quantity, so a lot of the upfront work is done. Because it's always easier to make a sequel than it is to make an original product because people are familiar with the sequel or or some people are, you know. So it's like a lot of the marketing has already been done. And I, I get it. It looks, it looks like there's no fresh ideas coming out of Hollywood when something like that happens. 
but you got to think of all the money that goes into something. Mm -hmm. There are people who write the checks who say, I would much rather let's, you know, can we get a property? Can we, can we remake this or can we take the story and fit it into a pre-existing property? Because that's going to be more cost effective. And when it gets down to it, it's all about money when, when you look at it like that. And that to us, that doesn't placate our, you know, our feelings, Mm -hmm. but as I, the people who, who write the checks, I get it. You know, it doesn't make it any easier for us, but I get it. Right. I mean, a lot of, you know, the, a movie budget is, you know, advertising, you know, especially, you know, for these, these big blockbusters that want to, you know, uh, they want their stuff to be seen. So, you know, you have commercials during the Super Bowl, you know, like, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane had a commercial during the Super Bowl and everybody was like, what is this? This is amazing. You know, and that's not cheap. You know, you're looking at, you know, double digit millions of dollars for a Super Bowl commercial. So it's, you know, it, it was John Carpenter that was saying that, Wolfie, because I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's, I just think that, you know, certain properties couldn't be remade anymore. You know, like, you know, Father Knows Best, that would not be a show today. You know, um, you know, the same thing with, you know, with the Adams Family really couldn't be, couldn't be done today. Um at least I don't think so. I don't think like the monsters or the or the or the Adam family could be done like in today's day and age. And like they tried rebooting it, it just it never caught on. But um, I, well, think, I think that's because everything's so saturated at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's on lunchboxes and and action figures and. Well, not I mean not only that it's just you know trying to do trying to do a proper reboot of something you know when there's so much stuff already out there you know like really uh, there are some really good tv shows out there that never make it past the first season that's true and some get canceled uh you know way earlier than they should uh like hannibal right stephanie like right so i think i think that's why something like this wouldn't really survive in in today's because i mean they're comedies, ultimately. There's not like it's a crazy amount of, of thought that has to be put into it. But at the same time, like, there was a lot of depth to these characters. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, there were a lot of layers to Morticia and mm-hmm. there were a lot of layers to Lily. And I think that, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not talking about anybody, like, specifically. I'm just saying, you know, as a whole, people just don't want that. They, you know, they kind of want, like, a what you see is what you get type yeah. of deal. And with these characters, like, there are so many layers to them. And I think that's what's so great about these characters. It's kind of like, you know, kind of like a Transformer, you know, more than meets the eye, you know? Like, there's <laughs> there's a lot more to these characters than, than, than what you see. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, I, another reason why I, I love these characters so much is... You know, it's kind of like, don't judge a book by its cover. Mm -hmm. You know, don't just go by first glance, you know, Mm -hmm. get to get to know, get to know people, get to know somebody because, you know, they may be a weirdo, but they may be a really cool weirdo. Yeah, I agree. All right. I think uh, I think that's going to do it for our our discussion on on this because we could just keep going and going and going. I love them. I know you do. But I think uh, we're going to go ahead. We're going to take our second break. We'll come back. We'll do some Agent Nicole files. We'll do uh, uh, 
Ash's wine recommendation. Oh. And uh, <laughs> new se- new segment. Uh, well, we did that last time. No, because you opted to do a science fact, and then you did a science fact after that. So. Yeah, I, I was going to have her do it, and then she wanted to do wine instead. So I said, okay. I only do science if I'm getting paid. Yeah, that is pay. that is my job. That is not my <laughs> pastime. Okay. Oh, it is. Oh, it's my passion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's uh, head to a break. All right. This October, the Deadites return to the stage on which they made their name. In the room they made dangerous. October 15th, it's trip-hop goddess Mary Catman. The nerdcore sounds of Agents of Chaos and the evil grooves of rhetoric. And then, it's the dead, it's the rad, it's the funky, it's the Deadites. October 15th, Rock and Shock Weekend, it's the best night of the best weekend of the year at the Cove Music Hall in beautiful Worcester, Massachusetts. It's the return of the Deadites Halloween Extravaganza, hosted by the voice of Talk Without Rhythm, El Goro. Thank you for staying with us. Um, so we're gonna do. We're gonna go through this really quickly. Not super, super quickly. Oh come on! But uh, we're hey, gonna. You got do- some place to be? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> you drove me here. <laughs> we're gonna do our, our normal end of show thing, but uh, because I enjoy torturing folks, we are going to put on hiatus our uh, battles. Until the Women of Horror Month is over, so we can give the Women of Horror their proper due and their proper I respect. I agree. Topple the patriarchy! <laughs> so, that being said, <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead and start with uh, Agent... Actually, you know what? We'll start with Ashes, so that uh, Wolfie has time to queue up the music. Uh, sorry, my phone's ringing. Listen, Game of Thrones, just because you're Ironborn doesn't mean you have to play the Game of Thrones song in the middle of the show. So unprofessional. Sorry. So, Ashes, what would you like to uh, recommend for us this week? We call this the the Von Nightmare Wine. Von Nightmare Vineyard? Yes. Ooh, there Ooh, we go. 
I love it. Um, so every year, Mr. Angry Nerd and I go away uh, to the Cape, Cape Cod, for our anniversary. We go there for about a week, and one of our favorite things to do is to go to a vineyard that is there. It is in Truro. Are you okay there? Yeah, I have, hiccup. I have hiccups. You know, when, when, when she giggles, she gets a lot of air in her, and this is so she has to hiccup. I'd prefer <laughs> she, she passes the air that way. Um, so there's this great vineyard in Truro. It's called Truro Vineyards. Um, Clever. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> it's also known as Spirit Hollow. Well, it's the, 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 the hollow, uh, spirits and the, um, I'm, I'm South Hollow. South, South hollow, hollow spirits. Yes. yes. That, uh, they also have, uh, their they're own not ghosts. rum. Yeah. They're not, there are any spooky ghosts in here. Um, no, they, they actually make their own rum and gin yes. now as well. And it's, it's delicious. They do tastings and it's whoo, the proof. Oh my goodness. Make sure you eat um, something before you do a wine <laughs> tasting and a spirit tasting back to back. But anyways, getting back to, getting back to the wine, my, my, my favorite. Um, they have a great, collection of of wines uh the vineyard is gorgeous by the way if you ever have the opportunity to to go it's a smaller vineyard but it's um it's it's just gorgeous it's very picturesque and they have these cute little adirondack chairs like little wooden chairs and um picnic tables all over all over the place that you can just kind of sit and they actually have an outdoor bar so you can you know get a drink made with their rum or their gin or you can get a glass of wine and you can just sit and enjoy and it's so nice to just sit there and just just be for you know a little bit but anyways um the wine i'm actually recommending is their merlot oh my goodness i your blood yeah my blood type my (laughs) blood type is merlot um it's just ah first of all the bouquet is just amazing it smells awesome and the overall flavor it's it's delicious I, I don't really know how it's just it's so good it's i can't describe it um it's everything that you want in a merlot it's dry but kind of has like that night nice, sweet undertone at the same time it's very like the flavor is just it's just on point dude that wine is on fleek um <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's it's absolutely amazing. Now, unfortunately, uh, if you live in Massachusetts, you can find this wine sometimes in stores. If there is a Wegmans near you, go to it because they might have it. Aside from that, it's very diffi- difficult to find. But they do uh, orders online. So if, if you can't go and pick it up yourself, you can order it. Um, the Merlot is, it's not like super pricey, but it's more than like your, you know, $5 bottle of wine. Um, it's $2 chuck. Yeah. Two buck chuck. <laughs> um, it, it runs, I want to say between like 22 and 25 bucks. I can't remember exactly how much I paid for it, but it was, it was worth every penny. And I, it, it's just, it was enjoyable, a very enjoyable wine. So that's my recommendation. Truro Vineyards, Merlot, go to Wegmans or order it online. Don't go to a packy store. Go to Wegmans. Or go to the Cape yourself. Go go to Truro and get it yourself. It's so Sweet. good. I'm not a, I'm not a huge uh, like dry wine person. 
that's more uh, Ash's uh, area of expertise. But I do like this stuff, and uh, you know, that was one of our things that we needed to do when we were on vacation. So, Johnny, I know we have a little uh, theme song we do for Nicole. Sorry, I'm if we now. could, uh, Shit. <laughs> you know, get that up, and uh, oh, are... I can get that up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well now, <laughs> and we are ready. Hopefully not for four hours or more. I'm going to consult the doctor. That's called a priapism. Yes, it is. So, <laughs> that music can only mean one thing. Nicole. Agent Nicole. <laughs> it is time for the Agent Nicole Files. Whenever you're ready. And, and, uh, she's too busy. Uh, I'm too busy doing the dance. She sure can the, shake it. The two-finger dance. <laughs> the two-finger dance. My friend Kelly's dance, two-finger dance. So my recommendation this week, I'm going to do a horror month of recommendations. So this one, I know Dynamo Mars will love this. I'm going to go with music, and I'm going to talk about Dead Man's Bone. Ooh. Bones. With rock. Yeah, he's only concerned with one bone. <laughs> Dynamo wishes only one, one yes. Dead Man's Bone. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you should go download it, listen to it, iTunes, uh, Spotify. It's You're about- just going to say iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. <laughs> I'm so used to doing that. Um, Give him a five-star rating. <laughs> five-star rating on Ryan Gosling. Yes, I uh, recently, well, I wouldn't say recently, but a couple of years ago, a friend of mine made me a mix, a horror-related mix, and there was one song... Um, my body is like a zombie. Or I can't think of it at the moment. Um, Wait, is that the name of the song? You're excused for forgetting the title. No, I'm trying to think. Let me get the song title up. Sorry. I so was we'll uh, fill some air. Uh, Dynamo, we know how much you love. He's probably hyperventilating. Like, oh, yeah. Actually, I think he's going to do a duet with uh, with uh, Jason Momoa called Aquaman's Bone. Um, the song that I listen to, My Body's a Zombie for You, which is really creepy, but it's such a great song. Um, pop, what does pop, that mean? <laughs> I don't know. You need to listen to the song. There's a lot of great ones. Lose Your Soul, Werewolf Parts, Young and Tragic, Pop, Pop, Pow. Which, which parts of the werewolf? Does he get into specifics? You'll have to listen to find out. But yes, um, I enjoy the band. I'm... They were gonna make a like a horror film, a uh, horror f- fucking a horror film, but then they re- decided, you know what? We're gonna do something kind of different. We're gonna do kind of spooky music, indie rockish, and Dead Man's Bones is what Ryan Gosling gave to the world. So fun and exciting. Yes, it's actually really, really good. I listen to it around this time of the year, so it is quite good. I've not uh, had a chance to listen to well, it. Well, it is on Spotify or iTunes, not Stitcher Radio, oh. or or Google Play. All right. Well, that brings us to our, our final segment. And Snooze fast. You can turn it off now. This is. Uh, I, I found this science fact out the other day, and it made me so excited because... And this is the third time what, I'm hearing it. Yeah, because I told Nicole, and I told somebody else, and I told somebody else, and this is the coolest thing. I was... Uh, Watching a video about the hottest temperatures on Earth, and you know the video went through. It's know, the air surrounding me, by the way. Yeah, it went through uh, different, different. Uh, 
different continents. <laughs> okay, that's you know, good. like you know, Sp- North America. Speaking of South climate, you <laughs> get a little hot in here. So yeah, Wolfie just put the. Uh, just put the uh, AC on, and Nicole freaked out because she didn't know what that sound was. <laughs> uh, but the hottest temperature ever recorded on Earth uh, was not natural. It was a man-made temperature, and it happened on August 3rd, 2012 at the Large Hadron Collider, not to be confused with the, the gay the- club with the similar name, <laughs> the Large Hardon Collider. That's a different place. Uh, but the hottest man-made temperature occurred, uh, it was created out of a quark-gluon plasma, which is uh, what scientists theorize was um, what existed prior to the Big Bang. And the temperature, I will give it to you in both Fahrenheit and Celsius, you know, for our folks who uh, use the metric system and don't, you know, use the same system as... Uh, as uh, as we do here in America, because I do know that we have you know listeners all over the place, and we want to you know help you guys out too. So the hottest temperature ever recorded. Now, let me preface this by saying this was for you know a, a tiny fraction of a second, and in a very very uh, very <laughs> small like without getting to the exact number, a very small space. So imagine uh, if you were to drop a pin like just uh, you're out on a, in the ocean and you just touch the surface of a water with a pin that's roughly the same amount of area that you know had this temperature 9 trillion 899 billion 999 million 999,540.32 degrees fahrenheit or five five trillion four hundred ninety nine billion nine hundred ninety nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand seven hundred twenty six point eight five <laughs> degrees Celsius. That That's is, hot as fuck. That is uh, much hotter than the surface of the sun by a, a, a factor of let's see the the corona of the sun is hotter than the surface, and you're looking. Thousands of times, without again, without getting exact. You'd burn your popcorn. You would burn your popcorn. Um, th- there's, it's so, there's, no, there's nothing to compare it to in space that we have discovered. Uh, nothing else on Earth. Like, it's, there's, there's nothing that we can compare it to. That's how amazingly hot it is. Like, I don't even have... Nothing to you. And the you in this... In this uh, in this instance, is a quark gluon plasma. You so just like saying that. It is. I said it a bunch of times before we recorded because I said I'm so excited about this week's science fact because I get to say quark gluon plasma. Oh, say it again, baby. Quark Ew. gluon Ew. plasma. Oh yeah. <laughs> Keep it in your footy pajamas. <laughs> is, that, is that one of those things that you buy at your friends' parties? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Yes. The quark gluon. Oh, wait, wait. That would be strap on. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The quark strap on. That might not come off. That would be dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) And it's uh, definitely not ribbed for your pleasure. Uh, That being said, we are going to go ahead and bring this episode to a close. Uh, Join us next week when we'll be discussing the many roles of Sherry Moon Zombie. So, as always, enjoy your week, and we will see see you you next next Thursday. Thursday.